Someone who's like a super new agey hippie, but he's also like really strict about all the rules. Mm, so like a fascist hippie? Yeah. He's like, I just kind of believe in God as like a force of nature who, if I um, turn on the light on Shabbat, he'll strike me dead, you know? But like, it will strike me dead. It's because it's just kind of a vibe. Entropy will kill me. Um, what a vibe. Yeah, it's a, That's it, also not what anybody believes. Also, yeah, get ready yeah. for more of those uh, hippie fascists. They're coming. Oh, no, that's a thing. I mean... Oh, they're already here. Already... And that actually reminds me, people should uh, look out on May 7th, because I have a, a, a magazine article coming out that'll, that'll cover those things. About oh, hippie fascists? Fi- okay. Uh, finally, well, yeah, more sort of like eco... Or eco-fascist right. overlords. Um, it finally has released it, though. That's exciting. Nice. Well, I guess that's a good reason for us to dive in and say that this is Smite Me. Um, and we are going to continue reading the Torah this week. Mm. Despite our best judgment, yeah. Despite every instinct. I'm John Alcabest. I'm not, I'm not John Alcabest despite every instinct. I'm reading the Torah <laughs> despite every instinct. Um, I'm just John Alcabest, regular old style. I'm here with my co-hosts, Ayani Hayashi. Hey, hey. And Josh Marcus. Hey, guys. And um, this, is, this is kind of a smite me first. We are combining two portions this week. I guess we'll get into that later. But um, I mean, I guess there's like a lot of different ways that some would argue that the the Bible is of legend, or you could even say legendary. Um, and I would agree in some parts <laughs> that this is like a legendarily boring combination of uh, stuff that people have to read. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of why we're going to shove them to, to together. And you might think, hey, isn't that kind of copping out? But we're going to go through it, and you're going to see that we actually made a very good creative decision. Convenient workarounds are kind of the the way the Bible does a lot of stuff. Um, I was just thinking when we were talking about smashing things together, did you guys ever see those commercials as a kid for the two different colored uh, ketchup? It was like purple and green. It was no. like Heinz, like crazy twisters or something. I want to look it up wasn't, the name. It wasn't this. like relish and, and ketchup mixed into one. Heinz two color ketchup. That seems like it would upset a lot of people, actually. I mean, I'm upset. Oh, my God. It was... <laughs> <laughs> it was called EZ Squirt. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, and nice. there's this article. The headline is, What Were They Thinking the Day Ketchup Crossed the Line? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, this is the EZ Squirt of, of Torah analysis. What were they thinking? <laughs> day Torah crossed the line. That's this, true. This isn't, no, this is definitely not the time. No, this is the day. I think all of Genesis was the day they crossed the line, but. All of the like genocidal shit we've heard so far and like about like conquering whole peoples and we're just drawing the line in the sand because we're bored. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, before we. So we'll cover that in a little bit. But first, um, oh, I guess, Josh, you want to explain. Oh, yes. Your th- um, yeah, so. As we've alluded to, this is it's a pretty boring portion that we're faced with, pretty dry. Um, a lot of the sections of the Torah are actually like that. It's just a lot of rules. Um, and because that sort of seems like a punishment on us uh, for something bad that we did, we thought we might share some of our smiteable, like, all-time offenses. Uh, you know, not just the day-to-day sins against the big man in the cloud, but, we're, I mean, we're talking things with some real repercussions in the in the spirit realm. Um, as I was thinking through, like, what's something, what's something that I just should have known not to do, um, is when I was a kid, I had this whole like superiority complex because so like my dad would be off at work pretty early in the morning. So it'd be me, just me, my mom, my sister. And then I would always be ready first out of the three of them. And so I'd like sit in the car with my little lunchbox and my backpack and be like, hmm, just waiting on them. Like, wish they would get it together. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I like 
was like all you know haughty about that but as i was sitting there waiting i would just like pick my nose and rub it on the car seat (laughs) Um, i know i don't know what age this was but elementary school early ish um and i just did that like all the time never bothering to clean it up until at some point i think my sister was just like we were i think it was in the midst of some argument she's like well well josh just like rubs his boogers all over the car everywhere and never cleans it up and then like i feel like this could be totally me making this up retroactively but i feel like we all walked out to the car and like she like pointed at it and it was like like, uh just like Like the whole family i at least the dogs me and her yeah yeah um and it was just like this whole collection um so yeah i really i think should come in for a smiting on that one I was yeah, a pretty so uh, gross, un, unrepentant nose picker for quite some time as a kid. I would even like I would like hold my hand in front of my nose and just like fully pick it in class thinking no one knew what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, who, oh, they who could tell what he's doing back there? <laughs> yeah, no. And then at one point, one of my teachers made essentially made an example out of me without saying my name. She was like, well, you know, it's like it's unsanitary to pick your nose. And even if you're doing this, like I know what's going on behind there. And I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> you know, Miss Galuli is fucking calling me out right now. Mm-hmm. Oh no. But she left a bra on one of our students desks accidentally. So a br- what? How? She was changing during lunch and she just like, that's insane. Yeah. I mean, on one hand it's just a bra, but on the other hand, like that's a wild move to just fully leave a bra on a desk in what middle school? Elementary school. So elementary this is like school? truly this was like a piece of kryptonite. We were like, what When you're in the elementary school, a bra is the same thing as sex. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they are one and the same concept. You know, in a way, I feel like both me and Miss Galuli maybe are coming in for coming in yeah. for some some celestial punishment. Also, I just I, I gotta say the I the the image of you like the youngest one being in the car just like i'm just waiting on them and blah blah blah. it's like i feel like that's a that happened to every conservative pundit in the fucking world no matter where you're from is they just have this weird idea of something arbitrary that they're like uh-huh. i must be better than everyone because of this reason and right then they're just rewarded on that instinct like the whole thing about people being obsessed with a firm handshake it's like that doesn't prove anything there are a oh, lot of assholes with very strong hands yeah yeah, oh yeah, I mean if anything, the weaker the handshake, the more I feel in kinship with you. <laughs> I mean, I like that COVID made the handshake go away. I don't I'm not looking forward to its return, but Yeah. I could replace all all handshakes with like either you don't shake someone's hand or you dap them up, and I feel like we don't really need an intermediate yeah. gesture. Some people I know people I who think. only do fist bumps. Uh-huh. I've my whole time I've known them. I've I've maybe hugged them, but I've never shook their hand. I've hugged them or fist bumped them. I think that's the way to do it. I don't think I really mind handshakes, but I do have to say I've gotten myself into shenanigans over handshakes. So what? I think I agree with you guys. What do you What do you mean? <laughs> Just poor impressions on people who I'm supposed to make good impressions on, and it always revolves around me absolutely mangling someone's hand. <laughs> There are some very funny videos of the big man Donald J. Trump trying to shake someone's hand and just like oh yanking something crazy. Yeah, yeah, he just like yanks them into him. Yeah, him and Macron like had a real uh, a real thing going with that for a while. Oh yeah, the the French guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so that's what I did. That's, I'm sorry, okay, God, I'll, and also my family. Also the French guy, the president of France. The yeah, French I guy. mean that fucking French guy. He's just some weird French guy who. Like married his old teacher. Oh, prime minister. We don't have to <laughs> Wait, did he really? <laughs> yeah, he married his complete. <laughs> Man, the French teacher. French have to be stopped. I broadly agree. Um, okay, mine is my I think I guess this is a time that I acted in a smite worthy way and was smote by a Jewish institution. Mm. Is um in high school. We, I went to, I'm, I don't, you know, I don't care. Cahilla Jewish High School in Palo Alto, California. Fucking let's go, baby. I'm just going <laughs> to name names. I'm not going to name names, but I'm going to name high schools. But we went on our senior year. We went on a class, like a class trip. And it was like you most every year you'd go on a class trip. Usually it was to like, most of them were to like LA or something, or I guess some of them are to Israel. I was, I didn't go to Israel with, with my class though. I went, we went to Costa Rica what? Whoa. Yeah. That classic and Jewish haven of Costa Rica? Well, your school sent you to Costa Rica? 
I mean, I, my parents, I'm pretty sure my parents had to pay for it. And like, oh, parents yeah, had to okay, pay for gotcha. That whatever. makes sense. But it was like a fucking private Jewish high school already, whatever. But then, and then I, I, um, I guess I'll just skip to the part in the story where me and my friends bought a bunch of brought a bunch of edibles with us and were like high the whole time, but that never got us in trouble. But what what got us in trouble is part of the trip we were in this small village um where they would have it was like some small like self-contained village, but they had some program where like random white teenagers would come in and like I don't know, like dig holes for them or whatever. <laughs> Um, you know, do really some more service. dig holes for themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Some yeah. service work that is like never it's real. Like we should teach these kids the value of hard work. And it's like, yeah, t- fucking teach them at home. But um, but anyway, me and my friends, there was a guy in the village, the one who had a, he had a big Bob Marley flag on his house. And we like went over and we're talking to him one time and we ended up like convincing him to like get us alcohol and. So we like one night we like sneak out and go like smoke weed and drink with this guy and have a fun time. And then um, the next day we get like pulled aside and the leader of the trip is like, hey, I know what you guys did because the guy who you were drinking and smoking with is my cousin. And he told me. (laughs) And um, (laughs) so we they, they were like, you guys are in trouble. And we were like, "Okay, we're in trouble. This was like towards the end of the trip. We like couldn't go on the rafting um part of it you know and then but then we get back to the us of a and we realize that it's like way more serious and the like our school is kind of freaking out and wants to make an example of us so we don't get expelled but we all get this and this is like i want to say like march or april of senior year so we they just tell us like you're gonna do you're gonna have to do all your schoolwork from home you can't come to prom or graduation um you and we'll like we still give you we'll still give you a diploma, but like you are excommunicated. It was yeah, and Whoa. then yeah, and so then me and my friend, those friends, um, we, we would uh, get together and um, smoke more weed because um, <laughs> we didn't have to go to school. Uh-huh. Yeah, we, I was gonna say this sounds like a fucking oh per- yeah, I mean, a perfect fucking. What more could you ask for? You get to in go many and- ways it was great, and I I you know I just cheated on all my homework, and it was it was the time of my life, but. <laughs> Um, the tests, um, but like, yeah, we were also like, it was pretty shitty and it was like, it was like 130 people at this school and like people were kind of pissed off, like at you for, no, for no, people were pissed me? off at the school oh. for kicking us out. Cause the other thing about it was that like, it's a sympathetic story. I think so. I mean, I guess the other thing about it is that like people, every single class trip that like, in Kihila history, like people have gotten fucking drunk and like done dumb shit. And so like, yeah, we broke the rules. I don't know. So yeah, that's a story of a time I, I, I broke the code and got, um, mm-hmm. I got, I got my ass smote. Damn. Not, not full, not full on smote, but I don't know, man. I feel like in a lot of ways, I mean, I'm sure there was like some parts of it that were not very fun and whatever, but in a lot of ways, if you really break down what happened to you is you went to Costa Rica, you got high and drunk and had a fun time. You, oh, didn't get to go on the rafting trip. Um, (laughs) And then you just got to go home. You never had to go to school again, and you didn't have to go to your boring-ass graduation ceremony and still get a diploma. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. In many ways, it it ruled. Yeah. But also, there was this whole crazy thing where, like, I don't know. I'm I'm sure my friends who also got excommunicated will one of them will listen to this and and he'll help me jog my memory but i feel like on the first day back at school they like held a meeting to explain to everybody why they had to kick us out because it was a tiny ass <laughs> uh-huh. oh so they were and like had like, they like had a community meeting I, and i'm about pretty it? sure they said some crazy shit about us being like a danger to the community or oh, i'm sure i'm boy. sure some yeah, yeah, wild yeah. Wow. yeah but I, but we're all pretty sure it was just because um the organization that my school went on this, like hired to take us on this trip, like pressured them. And I don't know. And there's this one lady who worked, who was like, it was her last year in the administration. And I think she just wanted to fucking set the world on fire. You know, like <laughs> Your real smiteable deed was showing the limits of, uh, you know, like punitive, punitive laws and 
decision. I like how you also got you know? everyone on your side too. Yeah, That's you're pretty... like a folk hero in my eyes. <laughs> oh yeah, this one kid um, hung up signs, it, like printed out on like eight and a half by eleven pieces of paper, uh, just a picture of me and my two friends that got kicked out, and it just said like, "Have you seen these boys?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. You were like the um, like Joseph Coney, like the <laughs> oh my yes. god. Perfect. In the sense, in the sense that you were a cause that high schoolers decided to make posters about. Man, Coney, that was a time. Yeah, you know who needs to get smited? First of all, Joseph Coney, but the fucking paint the night people, Invisible Children. That's what I forget. Called. Either Coney is still alive, or he was dead before the campaign even started. No, the war had ended. He lost. That was basically what it was. So they basically made this whole thing about like there's this current trouble happening. In Uganda right now, and it was like a, a trouble that had been current maybe like eight years before. And they like I think they like found him again. I think he did go to prison. He was just kind of like, Yeah, we haven't really been doing this for a while. And then the dude got found in San Diego fucking jacking off in public. Sure did. Yeah. <laughs> like a full mental. <laughs> what a wild story. Well, I fucking turned that story. Which, yeah. Do you think when when the man Joseph Coney saw the news story about <laughs> the Joseph Coney guy jacking off in public, he was like, yes. <laughs> One point me. I don't know. That's not me trying to like done like make any positive claims about Joseph Coney. I just I just don't think that no, when that thing was, was happening, it a was a weird and noteworthy moment in American culture. Yeah. That and that there were like school assemblies and they were like, here if you <laughs> Like we had an assembly where they were just encouraging us to like buy the you know the kit or whatever. Oh, which is also, just like that's, this was yeah. Uh, yeah, that's weird. And, I mean, this should have like, been the first time we saw because it spread all over fucking Facebook. That was how it fucking started. And that should have been the first time that people fucking saw for a second. They're like, oh, maybe this is not going to be such a great thing. Yeah. Not yeah, that wow. anyone ever oh learns God. anything. This is such a trip down memory lane because I'm remembering at the assembly, like not only did they show their little video and like try and hawk the like Coney uh, child soldier and and child soldier kit to us. But there was like fully a former child soldier who spoke to us. So it was like this strange mix of like, wow, this guy's had a really horrible experience and like he's speaking directly to us and it's really impactful. And then these just like fucking youth group leader, white guys being like, yeah, man. And like, just like paint the night for Coney. It's just like, I don't know. What a time. Yeah, I feel like that was probably the maybe the beginning of like like social justice influer influencer yeah, types. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Just, oh yeah, man. I mean now I'm pissed off. Thank you guys. Um that's good. You're like uh you're like one of those like pro athletes who plays better when you're like pissed off. I feel like gotta gotta get you ripped yeah, up. Yeah, gotta rile them up. Yep. Yeah, all the greatest wave around the red flag, you know. <laughs> yeah. Ah. All right, do you want to share a doesn't you know anything an all time smiteable or just all a time. smiteable from from more than a couple of weeks ago? Um, uh, kind of like I was telling you before earlier. There's definitely some things that I don't want to talk about um, that mm. are probably legitimately smiteable. Smiteable that shall remain nameless. Yeah, I mean they're they're funny stories, but they're just you know more of um, an off mic vibe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess uh, I guess a big smiteable uh, deed that happened that's not really anything I did, but it was maybe from my lack of action, uh, is that uh, not that long ago, a really good friend of mine uh, and I got fucking, like, uh, just got f- way too drunk to, 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 to be even remotely responsible. Um, and then, you know, we were just like, whatever. And uh, my memory of that whole night is hazy. I pretty much remember basically blacked out when I got on the BART to head home. But apparently, um, on his way home, my friend just got hit in the head with a crowbar, kind of like a, a potentially hate crime kind of dealio out of nowhere and had to Jeez. stitch himself up. Um, and the reason why it was it, – the only reason it has anything to do with me is because in his mind, because he was so drunk too, he texted me the next day and was like, yo, like – like, hey, did you did you get home okay? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, yeah, I'm feeling terrible. And he basically thought that the whole time I had been next to him, but we had already parted ways. So oh. he was explaining to you, like, remember I got my head? Yeah, and I was wow. like, I don't remember fucking any of that. Like, uh, and I don't think I was actually there. I think we had already, because I remember, I do remember getting onto the BART. And uh, I guess the smiteable 
did was it taking me kind of like a very long time as this person is essentially reliving the trauma they had just fucking experienced thinking that I had been there and he's like trying to feed me all these little pieces and I'm just sitting there like a dumbass being like what 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 but yeah it turns out I was fucking never there it must have happened like three minutes after I left jeez which also means that I might I have like I, I probably could have seen it if I had had my wits about me. Keep your wits about you, folks. That was really dark. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> keep your wits about you. Keep your yeah, wits keep your... about you. And uh, fuck whoever beat up your friend. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a tough cookie, though. He didn't even go to the hospital. He uh, super glued his face back together, and he's been fine. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. He looks, he looks great, too. Bought a house recently. Um <laughs> <laughs> He's a property owner. Damn, nice. Dude, what a fucking ride that was. Sick. Yeah, whoa. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know, sometimes the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I big mm. Well, I think the conclusion here is that we're all blam- blameless except for Josh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that booger thing's yeah, wait, pretty fucking like, gross. You guys both got caught up in something larger than yourself, and I was just a little fucking brat. <laughs> you were just like, <laughs> your sister was still doing her hair or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> we were, and I yeah. was like, ugh, I'm, t- you know, nine. I have so many important I places to be. I feel, I, when you first started telling that story, I, in my head I was like, he's going to drive the car. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's getting behind that no, wheel. Something, he's driving the car. Uh, something much more pathetic. <laughs> Okay, should we get started? Let's fucking get Let's into go. that. So, now that we're done stalling, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can jump into this thing. Okay, well, this one, our little two-parter here. The first one's called Teruma, and the second one is called Tetsava. I don't know about the pronunciations of that, uh, but there we go. And uh, I'm, I don't want to really keep any secrets from y'all, so let's just fucking jump into it. So, God tells Moses to take an offering of valuables from the Israelite people, including precious metals and, you know, cool clothes and pretty rocks, um, because obviously this is going to start with asset forfeiture. Um, Then basically the Bible goes into a little DIY section about how they're going to build the Ark of the Covenant, which is apparently a very important thing. Um, They make it out of acacia wood and they coat it all in gold. Uh, none of this is, you know, really all that interesting. God then says, hey, the Ark has to have a cover put over it, and it has to have fun designs, and it has to be made out of gold, because I'm God. And it has to have two cherubim, uh, or cherubs, or angels on it. Um, and that's where God's going to show up when he feels like making an appearance. There's the holiest of holies, there's the holies, there's like a lot of chambers. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a lot more DIY stuff of just make the stuff. Um, then you got to make a menorah out of one pure piece of gold, uh, which is – that's kind of impressive. And it has to be made by uh, by all hammer worked, which, I mean, it's not that interesting. But if you saw that, that would be like a cool artifact or like piece of, of work that a goldsmith made, I guess. It's not easy to do that. Um, lots of stuff about knobs and branches, um, and it's got to be made from a single talent, which I learned is 80 pounds. It's a Greek measurement system or, or whatever. It's got to be made out of 80 pounds of gold. Ah! So the, uh, the tent or the tabernacle or the mishkan or whatever you want to fucking call it has to be made out of curtains. Um, they say that. Uh, they give all these fucking incredibly d- precise numbers about what it is, and I'm sure that there's some fucking nerd who's, like, <laughs> determined that there's some, like, numerical value, and that's how you know the, like, secrets of the universe from all this stuff. But it's impossible to really describe how uninteresting why would it you is. Assume, why would you assume that some Jews overinterpreted some numbers? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I got my own bias. From fucking Kabbalah <laughs> to Nate Silver, baby, we just can't stop. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wow, I want to read some book where the subtitle is From Kabbalah to Nate Silver. You know? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a message to both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just um, kidding. I don't even then, know anything about Kabbalah. No, I feel Kabbalah's like I might cool. be, kind of be into it. Just kidding. Only Nate Silver. 
Kabbalah, Kabbalah is weird um, in a good way, I guess. I mean, t- take what if, whatever. It, it, man, I'm, 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 I'm all over the place. Basically, the fucking tent was made out of blue, purple, and crimson fabric, if that's interesting <laughs> to anyone. Did, and then good for you. I'm glad you're so in, easily entertained. Um, so we get then we get ba- biblical interior design, basically, where they tell you where everything has to be. They build a fucking sacrificial altar and they ascribe all of that because that's super important, which is just, yeah. All right. And then they do a little uh, treatise on the fucking groundskeeping of the area being like, oh, can't be too dirty. Can't have any little bits of debris here and there. And all the tools have to be made out of copper, whatever. Um, so I'm just having such a good time imagining like a rabbi up on a bima saying what Ayani's saying. <laughs> Being like, yeah, I have to fucking take the metal, some special kind of metal. I don't know, gives a shit. <laughs> Family's just sitting there staring, <laughs> kids uh, whispering, like, is he supposed he to? He finally that? cracked. <laughs> <laughs> we knew it we was broke coming. the rabbi. We <laughs> broke the rabbi. Yeah. The Bible broke the rabbi. I like I like that as a concept. Wow. Um, Go to right, Costa Rica second... once and smoke some weed, <laughs> and all of a sudden start start preaching crazy things. <laughs> um. Uh, so that was the first. That was the first Torah portion. That that bit that I just ended. And now maybe you're starting to see why we decided to shove these two together. Um, so this is the next one. Tetzava. God says always burn olive oil. If you got olive oil, it has to be burning. Um, Aaron and his relatives get to be the holy boys, uh, and that actually means they get to have the nicest clothes. If you want to get into that little pun world, um, priests all have chains. By the way, they gotta wear gold necklaces. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron was getting fits off. <laughs> yeah, uh, and they have a special breastplate with special stones. Oh, and I wrote in my notes. Oh God, I'm so bored. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did you? Were you like Josh? Did you write that directly in like a full Torah? <laughs> no, because I read it on the internet at this point. But um, okay, blah blah blah. Aaron is a very special boy. He has to wear bells on the bottom of his robes, which is kind of funny. So he doesn't scare God when he does the service. So he's always got to have like a, a little like it's cat like collar a, it's on. It's like a cow or something. Or yeah, or, or cat, like a cow. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the idea of God getting surprised. Ah. <laughs> but then it's like, I feel like if God, God was surprised, Hill. like God's pretty trigger happy. I feel like it would really just would be some cataclysmic thing that happened like ah and then just like a mountain explodes or something no i mean i would i think if i was going to be spending a lot of time around god which i guess i technically i do because he's everywhere but like in in the way that aaron is i would want bells on me yeah i'm, I'm uh-huh. down to be like ding-a-ling ding-a-ling i'm coming in god it's like some kind when of... people yell corner in a restaurant but like exactly god, god yeah. doesn't kill you yeah divine high-vis equipment you know like the construction people wear or i would have to wear sometimes Oh, yeah, he also gets a gold plate on his head. F- fucking whatever. Who cares? Um, also, they also wear... It does me- mention that they only get to wear short shorts. And it says... Because it says... They that wear short shorts? They wear short shorts under their robe because it says that they can only wear shorts that... Uh, that, like, they can't go below the certain point of the thigh and it has to cover their balls. So it's really just kind of like... They get little... They get little undies. Um and they have to wear them. There's a bunch of fucking rules about animal sacrifice. Um, there's this weird thing where if you sl- you have to slaughter a bull, and then most of it actually gets burned outside of the camp except for its kidneys because it's a sin offering. I have no idea what the fuck that means. It's a sin offering. Thank you. Suffering. Um, and then uh, it's the an ra- offering, but it's sinful. It, the rams are kind of fun because they literally get dissected and like turned into an edible arrangement before they get burnt up. <laughs> Um, I love the idea of like some of it's like like cubes of like ram meat, and then some of it's like little like um, like pieces of melon, like a drumstick <laughs> of a lamb that's just like just like spraying blood out on a pineapple. Yeah, pretty much. You have to burn a bunch of bread as well. Also, the thing I didn't note in my notes is they do the two ram, one bowl, lots of bread sacrifice every fucking day, every day. You got a Which lot of lives. Rise and grind. I don't fucking. <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't get the economics of that. Like you'll run out of like, it, it, fucking rams don't poop out eggs I mean, like I, they're fucking rabbits. That's a weird sentence. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. Whoa. Between that and licking your fingers. Um. Yeah. You know. Well, I'll, you know, actually, I'll save this. Uh. You know, dart of cogent analysis for uh, when we get into the meat. 
Yeah, okay. okay. And then, um, so ba- basically what I was trying to say is that you, w- Rams have one baby at a time, y- you know, whatever. Fucking, and then also you have to burn a bunch of incense on it because God hates stinky feet. That's the fucking end of the summary. God hates stinky feet? God hates stinky feet. You're not supposed to smell bad, but there's no way for you to not smell bad, so you have to burn a bunch of smelly stuff. Which, wow. God bye. was the first non-body positive uh, person. No, I think he was really just the first person to be like, I don't need to smell nice or shower. I can just burn patchouli. God, God is like, yeah, I'm body positive. I'm positive that your bodies are shameful. <laughs> hey, come on. There we go. That's it. I would ask you guys. Uh, I mean, are there any other overarching thoughts other than just like ten out of ten, no notes? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Perfect chapter. Um, you know, uh, the only thing I'll say, uh, you know, it's pretty safe to say that if someone's made it this far in the podcast, they probably know uh, where we stand on the overall validity of the text. Um, but a passage like this, to me, just underlines just how, like, selectively people choose to interpret religions or, like, you know, it's like, if you're going by page numbers alone, we're spending a lot of time on animal sacrifice. Like, that is what, like, Bible Judaism is. But like everyone's just kind of like, man, we're 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 not really doing that anymore. I mean, there is like, kosher meat is still a big part of Jewish culture. I guess that's yeah, not but my like Jewish, we're not, not for me. But sacrificing like, a ram every day. No, and I it's mean it's funny because it's like people can just kind of choose to not do something because it's sort of inconvenient for them, which is kind of yeah. you know makes it makes it harder to harder build to swallow that this is like the word of God and you have to do it. Unless you just just as like annoying too, or like kind of bad manners now. Yeah, I, I mean, guess. Oh. Well, I, what I was gonna say is, I was talking to John about this earlier, but this kind of wild out. This is so key and so like it's it's with the Ten Commandments. It's with like the it's right after. I know you weren't here for the last one, but it's right after the Declaration, essentially of the Code of Laws mm-hmm. of how this is all gonna work and whatever. So we're in the like meat of what the writers thought was the most important thing about this text and about this religion and both of these chapters are utterly irrelevant to any of the uh religions that come from this book in the modern era yeah well i feel like there's no, are there none there's no one that does this stuff confirmed somebody's gotta come on tabernacle you ever been to someone's tabernacle no nah, but i feel like there's people who love you know doing all the stuff that's in the book there's got to be people who there's are gotta still... be someone on a hillside somewhere who's slaughtering a ram but i never but, you met know, him yeah, you get what I'm saying though. Like, it, like there's no one's out here being like the church has to be made out of a tent. No one's saying the synagogue has to have a fucking sacrificial altar. No, like, this is, is all. Is that just what like fucking, a bima is? Is that just like a, a sacrificial altar? I don't think so. I think it's just a practical thing. Yeah, I guess yeah, bima is true. relatively practical. It's a stage and it's relatively stage. helpful for uh, animal sacrifice, but. Um, you know, I feel like I got the sense in these chapters that God knew that some wooing had to be done when the Jews were stuck in Egypt. Winning over the allegiance of a people, it's a little hard to get. So, like, you got to really pull out the stops. Um, but now it just seems like it's sort of just drunk with power. Like, And you know what the most important thing is, like, building this, like, insane golden tent to honor me. That's probably the central part of this religion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's some it's some pope shit. Yeah, it's a, a, yeah. A favorite character of ours on the show. The it's, 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 it's reminiscent. I also it's... this is a point that's I feel like been made before by some probably multiple stand up comedians. But it's very funny to have for people to like believe in a god that's homophobic, and then also this like particular about interior design. Okay, you know, nice S- swish. You. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> um, a lot of. Very detail-oriented. No, I mean, this is a whole... This is a... This this feels like a credibility thing. This is the, like, oh, no, this is how you know it was real. Look, we have measurements. Look, we have fucking made-up rules about what this thing was, so therefore it has to have been real. Also, I'm not gonna lie, this is just a little bit... This bugged me when it said that they have to make all the tools out of copper. It's like, no shit, they hadn't fucking figured out how to work with iron yet. That was the best that they fucking had. It was copper or fucking rocks. So it was like, I hate this. What's up with the dolphin skins? Let's talk oh, about dolphin yeah. skins. I was really Ooh. pretty surprised that dolphins, dolphin skin was a material they were working with. Apparently seal skin is also what some translations say. Oh, 
But like, are dolphins just around? Oh, is that that weird animal that like doesn't have its own name? Because when I read the Chabad one, there was one I can't, I didn't write it down, but it was like, it was called like a, a shapu or something. Um, I made that up. Uh, the shapu? <laughs> I, I don't, don't quote me on. But basically, they were like, yeah, some people say it's this, some people say it's that, and it basically ran the gambit of like dolphin to badger. Hmm. Maybe I feel like weren't there river dolphins in previous eras of history? Well, like they're also in, right like, by the coast. China and stuff. Yeah, true. I don't know. Dolphin skin. I mean, sure. I could see why it's expensive and nice. I don't feel like it would be comfortable. I feel like um, God has kind of like, uh, like this is maybe um, maybe a stretch, but did you guys follow when uh, Paul Manafort got arrested and they like raided his house and they showed what was in his closet? Oh, he's got some interesting fashion choices. Yeah, like fucking like a leather jacket made out of like ostrich leather and stuff. I feel like God has like fucking like oligarch tastes. (laughs) It's like everyone's going to be wearing gold. Yeah, I feel like it's not even like a, I don't know. I don't think there's really the link between the like, you know, homophobic, being gay, interior design thing. I know you're just joking, but you know. But yeah, no, there's uh, not much there. But yeah, yeah. God but I do. Is, I feel like d- the more salient thing is God is just fucking like, just juicing on the power and like just going like full oligarch and like making some sort of just like crazy supervillain lair. Holy shit! No, he's doing classic cult stuff. I just fucking figured it out. He's doing the classic cult stuff. When when you're making a cult, not that I've ever done this before, but this is how I understand it. Like whether it's Scientology or whether it's the 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 the. The person who did the recent one, um, whatever that guy's fucking name was, um, Keith Rinieri, the Nixon. Yes, thank you. Yeah, Nick Rixion. That sounds like a fucking EDM band. It really does. Um, Just saying. But basically, what you do is like when you're kind of at that point where you need to grow or whatever. Like, what you really would want to do if you're running a cult or religion is you want to get famous rich people in this case it's just riches right you want to get them in and then you have to make it so that they don't want the things that they have right well so that they give it to you and that's just what god did he's like don't worry now you got all the egyptian gold now you got all these jewels diamonds you got livestock now that you're out of the desert and you have no one to turn to you actually have to give that all to me right it was like a multi-step plan he's like yeah Yeah. you're gonna take that gold and uh, i'll take that now thank you for transporting it multi-level marketing scheme if you, t- yeah. Yeah, it's like, it, but, but it really is. And he's just like, the people who are at the top of the society are like the, get to be the accomplices, really. Because mm-hmm. they say Aaron has to be dressed in the finest short shorts and he has to have the coolest breastplate. And, and his to- sons have to dress just like him. Can we give a moment? I feel a little bit bad for the sons. They have to dress exactly like their dad, <laughs> like they're the righteous gemstones. <laughs> you guys see that program? Pretty good. Yeah, I, I watched a couple of those. <laughs> But yeah, like they can't have their own identities. I mean, yeah. I guess that leads to the whole thing about like, I don't know, like Kohenim and how there's like certain Jews that are like the extra chosen ones or something. Yeah. That, is that still a thing? I guess so. There are certain people who like aren't supposed to go to graveyards according to like really religious, certain really religious interpretations because they have associations with like the priestly ancestry or something. Basically, anyone with a last name like Cohn or Cohen or Cohan or, you know, so like the the Cohen brothers, for example, are Roy like, Cohn or Roy Cohn, Wait. renowned scumbag. Um, yeah. Do uh, uh, they, they are, are basically like that's the last name of the priestly class way back in the day. So you could if you believe in all of this being real, I think you could basically say that they're the descendants of Aaron. Mm. Um, so that's just a fun thing. Well, that's just like your opinion, man. There we go. Huh? Cohen. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think, is there a scene? Cause supposedly they're not supposed to go to graveyards. Is there a scene in any Coen brothers movie where they're just fully in a graveyard? I mean, they probably don't care about the rules. I don't know why I'm trying to catch them. Just, you know, <laughs> I'm just curious. I don't uh, know. I don't know. Not, yeah. not Who any cares? of the ones I've seen. Right. Who cares? <laughs> they have a large body of work. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I was, I would say, should we go by it bit by bit? But like the chron, the chronology of it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, I mean, I can just list of some of the, some of the terms we're we're uh, given. You know, we've got the we've got the holy of holies. Ooh, we've got the mercy seat. Oh, mercy seat was fun. <laughs> 
that's that that's like, like a something very... they would ha- someone would have in like their cool 70s house next yeah. to like their sunken their couch. conversation pit yeah and their mercy seat <laughs> i yeah. kind of thought it was I like ca- those donuts for when you have hemorrhoids i was gonna say maybe related to that i feel like to me it sounded a bit like an s&m thing there's like the dungeon but then there is the mercy scene when you yeah when you're done but you do need to cool off a yeah, little bit. it's like a physical it's like a physical safe word yeah it's oh, like yeah. the it's like the base it's like touching base when you're playing tag yeah yeah you crawl over to like a little rotating stool or something yeah yeah it's just like the session's not over but you know yeah. everyone needs their 15 minutes yeah yeah sometimes you just gotta cool off yeah um so mercy seat potentially like a um, uh, a proper metaphor for the labor force. Everyone needs a mercy seat. Wait, what? No, I want to hear. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> we're talking about sex going. stuff, man. <laughs> well, I mean, and everyone deserves a, a 15 minute break. Is what I was saying. To go do what? Create whatever crazy sex stuff they want. No, to just while they're doing their job, whether your job is in the the dungeon oh, or whether your job or whether f- your job is in the steel mill. How about this for a fucking mercy seat? Is let cashiers sit down, you lunatics. Yeah, I. Yeah, what the what the hell? <clears throat> why? Yeah, why? Huh? Because we hate them, Ayani. We I hate them I, and I, want I, them to be unhappy. Idle. No, I know idle cashiers who do sit. Breed idle minds, you know. I know cashiers who do sit. I guess at like big. If it's like a independent place, they can do whatever the fuck they want. But like, if it's like a Safeway or a Trader Joe's, they can't. They can't sit, even if it's slow. I guess it's never that. Slow. I don't know. Whatever. Or even if. Never mind. I get. I also get the argument that like sometimes when you're doing cashier stuff, you got to move around a little bit. But but just like that's what that's what a tall stool is for. You know, you can have a mercy it. seat there. Mercy seat. Mercy seat. Um. Also, for anyone who might be confused while they're listening, that's not what this means. The Bible, think, Bible. <laughs> oh yeah, I've, I we we just don't we simply don't care. Um, yeah. Do you think when when professional wrestlers are like about to hit someone with a folded up chair, they're like, "This is a no mercy seat." <laughs> oh man. Um, actually, do you want me to describe just so everyone knows when what he referred to when he refers to the mercy seat? That is the. Uh, space in between the wings of the two angels on top of the ark. Um, and supposedly that's where God sat when he decided to join the party whenever he did that. And I have a few more things about that in particular too, but we'll just, we'll get, you know what? I'll fucking talk about it. I went down the alien path again. Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> and guess what? It's not any more engaging than the fucking actual text. But oh, wow. How the, do you make the aliens most- boring? I mean, that's... That's been my entire journey with this. <laughs> yeah. um, basically, the, the biggest theory out there um, that I think is the most fun, that's not just like... Um, the, the I mean, so much of the alien stuff is really just, yeah, but what if, insert theory, um, but basically that they were saying that the construction of the arc, the way it works, is it could essentially act as a capacitor for some kind of energy Could, uh, weapon. Essentially act as a capacitor or a, <laughs> or a some kind of energy weapon. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. <laughs> Just saying. Where, where, or So the, the, the two theories being either that it, it was a, a capacitor which retains charge inside of it to be used later um, for anybody who likes electrical engineering um, or that it was basically... Uh, the other two theories being it was some kind of electrical hologram device so that they could talk to an alien. That's fun, hmm. right? It's not fun. It's I fucking guess. stupid. Um, yeah. And then the third one that I think would be the most pragmatic of the alien theories, which is also a funny sentence, but uh, is it's just a smoke and mirror show. They figured out a way to generate electricity. So the priests would basically like – Go, oh, can't go in there. And they would basically arc electricity between the two things so that people would smell smoke and, like, see flashes in there. Wait, what is the purpose of this electricity? Is Are they just saying they had electricity back then? Is that the big claim? No, the theory because- the theory of it being that the, the, the priests are doing a smoke and mirrors show. Like, they figured out the electricity and they could make it arc, which makes it flash and smoke. So they mm. could be like... Oh, so, so they were exactly doing that alien and saying, related, but this just is like- God and then that, yeah. and God wants us to uh-huh. have power... Yeah, okay. and then they could be like, hey, we can't go into the tent because that's only for special people. Then they run the little thing and everyone is like, fuck, it's smoking and flashing. That's <laughs> Takes us back to our point that God is just energy, man. 
Yeah, I Whoa. love. <laughs> I also back to the. I love the idea of like Rabbi Ayani on stage at the synagogue being like, "All right, now you're probably thinking, okay, maybe the alien stuff interesting. No, it's bullshit." Too. <laughs> <laughs> Kids are just sitting there like waiting for their cousin to do their bar mitzvah. Who's <laughs> this guy, mommy? Uh, yeah. Um, Dude, the synagogue I went to was so big. I think I think there was a bar mitzvah every weekend, which mm-hmm. is just that's got to be so frustrating for the legitimately religious people. No, I think they like that shit. Some of Why? Them. They have to hear the fucking thoughts of a 13-year-old every, every yeah, week. Yeah, but they're like, oh, the community, and there's going to be Jews forever, and the synagogue is an institution that will always last, you know? <laughs> they're, they're like that. Also, I never, ever, ever, even on my own bar mitzvah, I never got out of the fucking ceremony place quick enough on Saturday to get any of the locks that they put out. Damn, yeah. By the time I got there, it was black pepper and cream cheese. Ugh. Gross. No, what I was just thinking about? You know how at your bar mitzvah they give you, like, a tree that's in Israel? Could we go claim our tree and, like, build a little, like, you know? Fuck that. I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back for me. No, I know. That's but I'm my sa- tree. I want to put it in my yard. Okay, that's fair. I feel like they probably, I bet if you tried something, they would be weird about it. They'd be like, we're building oh, an sure, apartment yeah. complex here. <laughs> so that's the most yeah. important thing. Does Israel need trees? Yeah. Yeah. That's the one problem the country's facing right now is yes, um, not, enough they trees. Hate not enough trees. There are only no, was- more trees than people would, you know, have a shady place to gather and mutually respect each other <laughs> and share an apple. Yeah. Is, is, don't, this- well, don't eat the apple. <laughs> True. <laughs> Wait, so I no, I'm kind of curious. Is is there like in that area is there a big deforestation problem cuz I feel like there weren't that many trees? No, I don't know. They just gave us some trees at our bar mitzvah cuz they were they were like they wanted us to have an attachment to Israel and they were like how do we give them something that signifies that over there something exists for them? A tree. It's okay. all smoke and mirrors, baby. You want to know a funny ah, smoke and mirrors like thing uh, involving trees and yes. people who say uh, aliens? Um, one of my favorite things now is that Republicans rather like there are some who are kind of acknowledging climate change, but they're like, we should just plant a million trees. Or oh, a billion, is that a thing? That's yeah, awesome. where it's like, we're not going to, or it's like, you can't, you know, you can't do like a carbon tax or like force people to stop using fossil fuels. And it's like, you just have to plant a, a billion trees. I mean, reforestation will help, but it won't yeah. solve it. No, it's more just funny to imagine that like. They will literally do, suggest anything besides like a tax or something like that. Or it's just like we just, yeah. Like, yeah. What if we just addressing the actual we'll just, issues? Just uh, uh, plant a billion trees. Yeah, that's fucking dumb. I mean, not that reforestation is dumb, but that you have to, you got to do fucking something else. It's not like, oh, we'll just, uh, I'll put a couple in my garden and then, um, then, you know, that pays for my fucking uh, car for the rest of my life. My yeah. little car. But, dude, they also fucking, like, rejected the the international market, basically. It rejected the idea of a Tobin tax where they take, like, a fucking hundredth of a cent off of every single fucking financial transaction that happens in a stock exchange. Well, that would make markets less liquid, Ioni. I don't know if you understand what that means, but... A hundredth of a cent. <laughs> a hundredth um, of a cent. So, have, we, just, have it, we run out of things to say about this? No, I mean... <laughs> I mean, we could just get to the point where we just say things that make me angry. Uh, hey. Um, okay, should we? I kind of, I kind of wrote down notes on like the exact um, procedure of what's supposed to God tells Moses to do. Okay, with Aaron and his sons. So don't you ever talk some... to me, Aaron, and my sons <laughs> <laughs> ever again. My beautiful boys. <laughs> they, they breastplate glimmering. Okay, so jingly, God tells jingly. Him, <laughs> yeah. says, take a young bull and two rams. They all have to be pristine. Okay, get some oil cakes in the mix. Put the oil cakes. Put the oil cakes in a basket along with the ram and the bulls. And then you got to rinse Aaron and his boys off with the hose, right? Um, you rinse them off with the hose. Spray them all over. Um, and put all of the oil and shit all over onto Aaron's body. Pour all. Oh, I oil forgot on his about head. that. Yeah. yeah, you gotta pour olive oil on his head every day. Every day, this guy's getting getting slime. <laughs> I'll bet you it's great for his skin. Oh, it probably That's is. That's true. His. Scalp I bet he was eighty is, years uh, old. He's moist. eighty years old, just glowing. Yeah. 
He looks better than the fucking the people getting their bar mitzvah. Yeah, true. Okay, so you put the oil on his head, then you bring his sons up on stage, right? You put the tunics on them. The crowd goes wild. Um, they're gonna, you know, and then and then you're gonna have Aaron and his sons put their hands on the bull's head before you kill the bull. Um, and then you're gonna take some of the bull's blood, spread it around a little bit, you know, play around with it, and pour some of it at the base of the altar. Um, and then all of the gross shit, like the guts. Um, <laughs> Inside How the dare bowl. you say gross shit? Okay, it's very pleasant. All of the pleasant, nice, <laughs> beautiful guts. Um, you go ahead and burn that, and it'll smell some type of way. You'll probably get high. And then the rest of the bowl is what we call what a the, sin offering. That, no. You need to burn that shit outside of the camp. No, no, no. No? <laughs> no, no, no. You don't get high from cooking organ meat. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know, man. It probably smells crazy. You're probably like, whoa. Probably okay, good. but um, <laughs> man, like even you doing it and like doing like a funny comedy version of that, I'm just like, kill me, <laughs> you know. I'm just like, there's like just. But also, it's like it's it is funny how at some point in time somebody had to do this shit because it was in the book. <laughs> somebody had to like put because somebody made up that like oh put it on the the blood on the forehead and like on their right foot and their left. <laughs> leg and right foot blue and you twist yourself around but like somebody ended up having to do that irl yeah and there was some point at which like one generation just grew up doing it and then some generation of young shitheads was like we don't want to do this and then someone pointed to some big like placard on the wall and is like look like it's just company policy like just fucking (laughs) it's the simpsons bus meme yeah the, the bus driver being like, don't make me point at the sign. And then he points at the sign and it says, like, you have to do all that weird, gross shit with the guts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also just, you know, when the religion gets a little bit more established, if you're a butcher, it's like you're supposed to be your day off and you're just right back at work. Okay. Here's another true, note I have true. is that God keeps saying, like, you build me this tabernacle and there I shall meet with the Israelites. Okay. Do you mean, like, meet them, meet them? Because so far you have not introduced yourself. <sighs> So are you just going to go down there and vibe or are you going to say hello instead of just communicating through the weird, scary cloud to the one guy who can't talk very good and you are making him have a panic attack and ruining his fucking life? Is he still at – is God still at this point referring to all of the Israelites or has Moses gone up? I don't know. But no, there is a part where he says like I will, I will meet with the Israelites there. He's telling this to Moses, but he's saying like, no, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I was, I'm only asking because of the, uh, like the context of it. So is he saying like, I will come down to meet you all? Or is he saying like, Moses, tell them I'll come down to meet them. Guess what? Only a couple people are allowed in. Wait, know what I also just realized is that a lot of the commentaries I were, I was reading were referring to the golden calf which is is going to be our next chapter. And I was like, why are they referring to something that hasn't happened yet? But I think is the implication that well, this is happening up on this is what's happening up on the hill with Moses and God, and then meanwhile back at the base, Moses Aaron is just like, yeah. Oh, I think so actually, because I remember on the last one they did go like they were like and Joshua and hey Josh um, <laughs> and, and Moses <laughs> like Sorry. started the trek up the mountain. So I think I answered my own question. Yeah, I do. So yeah, well. God is basically fucking monologuing to Moses about how he's going to build his dream house. And just the Israelites are down there waiting. And they like, just, what the fuck? Yeah, and they just cannot resist the urge to pray to something. So, Oh, and I'm, there's even more, more context now because God is saying, like, this is exactly what is to be done with the gold. And the Jews are, meanwhile, like, <laughs> turning it into, like, a big dumb cow. <laughs> Uh, they're like, That's you've been true. lugging around this 100-pound gold, like, nugget, basically, and then you just, yeah, you blew it. Damn. That's mm. that's so infuriating, honestly. Because I'm, now I'm simply, not, not that I wasn't, but, like, now it, it's, it's very understandable why they uh, bake, make the cow. They're, like, lost in the desert. They just got fucking practically nuked by a, a scary sky monster and then the sky monster has to whisper into the one guy's ears and he just leaves them but also i want to reiterate that god says make a menorah or uh, yeah make a menorah with this gold and they make a cow instead and then somehow that's an idol but the menorah wouldn't have been like i get that the menorah serves a purpose it's just like i don't know i this I, this is a point of maybe four i just think god is selective about what is and isn't an idol oh yeah, yeah. Of, 
Yeah, no idol worships as the guy from his like gold shrine. Yeah. Right. But he's like, that's not idol worship because I'm real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It I don't it's it's just an altar. Okay. Yeah. Lots of people have altars. Looks like we've just checkmated God. Oh, come on the podcast. I guess we can return. <laughs> yeah, God, come on the pod. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You're gonna let us let our podcast he would, fall he would deaf storm ears? off like like how comedian Gallagher stormed off um Mark Marin. Which that's just I that's just a very funny story. Wow, if you um, could ask God a question on this humble podcast, what would you say? Why are you still here? <laughs> nice. What is your purpose? What what like you had your fun, can you fuck off forever now? I love the idea of most people would want to ask God like what's the point of life, but you would be like, What's the point of your fucking life, man? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you get a real job? What's your deal? Who are your yeah. guys? You know? Yeah. Um, Actually, yeah, I, I would say like I don't, I don't know. Like, what what is the salary like if you got? <laughs> is it worth? Is what it worth the stress? Is, oh my god! You know, it's a tough job, but it uh, gives a nice life for my family. God's family's a fucking bunch of spoiled little demigods mm-hmm. running around treating their fucking yeah. waitstaff like shit. No, yeah, God's kids are like TikTok stars for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, whatever. Guaranteed. Oh my god. I hate that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we're at about an hour and we all seem pretty pretty thoroughly unhappy. So <laughs> I guess <laughs> it worked. <laughs> ah! This is I think this is the first time that it's been like bad bad. Uh, um, yeah. This or this is like the worst it's ever been. Yeah, should we say the Shehehianu well, uh, <laughs> for how much it sucked ass? <laughs> Would that be the appropriate thing to do? I do think it is kind of funny how like, like you know, Josh, you weren't here last week, so you're sick. But we we both went in and in, into last week's episode. That was it was literally just a list of rules, and we went into it thinking that it was going to be as bad as this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it turned out that like, wow, when you really start to break down what some of the rules are, like, there's some funny, kind of interesting rule, shit going yeah, on. Yeah, rules are interesting because they they dictate how people should behave in society and like relationships and how you should behave towards people but this is just like take that this is and like put a, it over there this is like a like manual it, like it's not it's not like principles it's just like instructions yeah i guess like, one of my notes was just i am so glad i don't have to do any of this <laughs> like imagine reading this and these are your instructions like this is like like this sucks for us to read and we get to go back to whatever we want to do. Imagine reading this and then it's like, all right, time to start the job. Time of- to do this every day <laughs> for eternity. Well, it's also like when they're building it too, they're like, all right, it has to be made out of blue. It has to be made out of purple and it has to be made out of red fabric. And then someone is like, what order? They're like, shut the fuck up. Just build it. Like, okay. Like, God damn it. I hate this so much. This is fucking dumb. Why is this? Why? I feel like I, uh, I feel like I don't even have to, to ask, but this seems like maybe we're gonna want to cut this one. I think yeah, I probably cut them both. Yeah, two cut, two cut, two furious. Maybe maybe Ayani is the furious. Maybe maybe <laughs> you keep it in just as punishment for like whatever. Like that would honestly make punishment for. Don't give me punishment for whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's how very bad things happen is when you start introducing punishment for whatever. For whatever, yeah. I don't know. Like maybe maybe the maybe in our in our alternate universe we keep this part and it's not in the main thing but that's the only thing you're allowed to read if you were like previously some kind of like hateful religious bigot or grifter mm. and like all right you like the book so much this is what you get. You said it's you the word of god. You have to read the bad Torah. Yeah, it's super fucking valuable. Like fucking have at it. Keep reading the thing about the fucking the the acai wood or whatever it's called. Acacia. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, I thought it was. That's what an acai bowl is made out of. Is acai wood, right? Different. Am I getting one, that wrong? No, berry, I know. I know. I know. I was trying to make a joke. <laughs> the joke was that I'm stupid, Have but you? you thought I was just stupid. <laughs> I love you. Um, I love sorry. you too, buddy. No, it's fine. Um, hey, listen. <laughs> If you are still listening at this point, thank you so much for powering yeah, through. You did not you. have to do that. Um, you did. You did have to do it. That's and true. So I'm glad you did. Um, and yeah, you know, tell your friends about us. 
um, don't tell them to start with this episode necessarily. Pick one of the, you know, one of the juicier ones. But, you know, you know, tell your friends, you know, um, give us five stars, write a little review, say what's up. Email us, smitemepodcast at gmail.com if you have thoughts or if you're like a cool rabbi that wants to come on the show. I don't know. Oh, straight up, real, a real, real bit of engagement, not going to lie. Email us if this was your fucking Torah portion because I am fucking fascinated by what the fuck the rabbis would have tried to fucking steer you towards. Oh, you know, I remember one of my sister's friends had this, I think. And it, I she like- pulled a classic cop out where it was fucking like, all these rules for like what you have to do as a priest is just like preparing for a bar mitzvah, which I had to do, which was hard. Ah, yes. You know, classic. It's, it's like we all know the classic you TV show about making a TV show. Yeah. Come or on. or <laughs> let me let me open it up. Maybe, maybe you're not Jewish or maybe you are Jewish. If you've ever heard a fucking sermon given about this fucking enlighten me because the only sermons i fucking found were about how there are fucking aliens in the bible and that was terrible Well, because that's because the what you google is like tabernacle <laughs> aliens you know search. me so and well. the algorithm <laughs> is like we know it gets this guy has a lot of engagement on like crackpot.net so yeah. <laughs> on wingnuts weekly so yeah no, but I no seriously. If 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 someone has like, I feel like I have the answer though. Not it's not that exciting, but it's like I feel like when people get Torah portions like this for their bar mitzvah, they it's just it gives them a route to go super general and be like, I don't know, because I was kind of looking at the Chabad website for like ideas on what to talk about, and they had a section that was like tips on what what to make like guidance for if this is your Torah portion for your bar mitzvah. Um, what to do with that. And some of them were sweet. Some of them on, on the second one, one of them was like, don't be afraid to ask for help. I thought that was cute. Where, where huh? did, cause sure. Cause, cause God cause, asks for help. Cause praising most, God. Cause, cause Moses is going to have to ask the Jews for help building all the shit. Listen, man, I don't know. I'm just saying <laughs> it's, you don't have to be that curious because yeah. it's just going to be some stretch. Okay, well, I mean, just send, send us if you got anything. Um, and if you can take a lesson from today's fucking portion away, it's olive oil's good for your skin and stinky feet are unpleasant. Yeah? Yeah. I I would ask you to bless us, but I don't, I don't know. Feel free to curse us. I mean, that seems like the vibe right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not really in a fucking blessing mood, but um, you know what? For and this is gonna be oddly like, just not even necessarily blessed, but like I guess keep doing what you're doing. All of the people who have fucking read this book and decided to commit their lives to fucking service of other people and for like advancing the cause of many, because I don't fucking understand how you got there. <laughs> um, and that's just fucking wild to me. But sure, if that if this if reading about the fucking animal sacrifices and reading about how you build the fucking tabernacle is uh is is how you have to get to like I don't know like pushing for the fucking enfranchisement of everyone that you know then fuck it fine <laughs> you know good for you maybe maybe I would argue you don't never you never needed it at all but whatever. Uh, good for you. Thank you for your service, and partially also fuck you forever. <laughs> Damn, honestly, one of your best one of your best blessings of all time. Thank you for your service, <laughs> and fuck you forever is my sentiment towards. I'm not going to specify, but just some some folks. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. You know that's. All right. Next week, Golden Calf. It's getting juicy. It's next getting week will be fun. Exciting. People making bad choices. People making some of the greatest choices. Moo, moo, well. ba, ba, squirt, squirt, golden nutter. I mean, I, come on. I'm, I'm not going to go down <laughs> alien alien path next week, but I will go down cow anatomy path. Who knows? We'll see where the fucking week takes us. How much more of uh, Exodus do we have? That, that's a very poignant question. Three or four more chapters. I think it's wow. the golden calf and then like two or three. Wow. Yeah, we're all ready to get out of this fucking book. Uh, oh, yeah, because Deuteronomy is going to be fucking riveting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Please listen, though. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it's going to be great. We're going no, to have fun. This is going to start Podcast turning good, into like, Torah bad. Is kind less, of my... Yeah. It's like the Torah portions are going to get worse, and like so is our like mental state. So, I don't know. Maybe that'll be fun to listen to. I think this is also... I'm hoping this is unique as a like completely devoid of anything 
portion. And I'm glad, I do appreciate that they were back-to-back. Thank True. God. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Imagine if we just had to cover the first one. It's like a compliment sandwich. We would just be naming shit that's the colors that he said to make the threads. Oh, what a fun game. He'd be like, purple, okay, we got the grimace. We got, uh, it's my sister's favorite color. Sometimes flowers are purple. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes flowers that are purple are poisonous. Fun fact. Um, I don't know if that's true. Eat the flowers. Find <laughs> Eat out. every Let flower. Us know. Thank you for your service and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fucking it. That's the fucking podcast. Wow, cut oh. it. DJ, I cut it.